Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Billy Epperhart, and on this show, you're going to hear from industry leaders in business, real estate, and investing. Our Wealth Builder coaches and myself are excited to teach you how to make sense of making money for making a difference. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to this week's Wealth Builders Podcast. I am so grateful that you joined us, and I have got the most amazing treat for you today. Our founder, the CEO of Andrew Womack Ministries and Karis Bible College and Wealth Builders is Billy Epperhart. Billy, thank you so much for joining us today. Karen, I'm excited to be with you, and I'm excited about all those that um, are listening today on the podcast, and I appreciate you. You've been a wonderful host for the Wealth Builders podcast. Thank you so much. Wow, we are so glad to have you as a part of this. You know, our Wealth Builders family is so faithful to tune in, and the opportunity to hear from you today is going to be amazing. And so I just want to encourage all of you to get your notebook out, get your pen or your pencil out and take some notes because Billy is going to be talking about the triple X factor. So any of you that have listened to Wealth Builders for a while, you definitely know about the triple X factor. But I believe there's a lot of people, Billy, that have never heard about it. And they probably don't know like how special this is. This is something that God uh, showed you, he revealed to you to help all of us to build wealth God's way. So we would love for you to just give us a 30,000 foot view of the triple X factor. Well, thank you. And, and really where that came from, Karen, was when uh, as a young person and a young man, even as I began in my early 20s, to really get an understanding of wealth, because it seemed as though you would, I would talk to one person and they'd give me one definition. I'd talk to another person and they'd all, they'd give me another approach, not just another definition, but, but almost another approach. And so I kind of ended up thinking uh, as a young man, there's 17,000 different ways to build wealth. But what I learned was there's really not the, that, I mean, there's, there's 17,000 things you can do, but there's a specific approach in thinking that you have to have to be able to be able to build wealth. So when Deuteronomy chapter eight says, remember the Lord, your God, for it's he who gives you the power to get well. One translation tells us he gives us the power to acquire wealth. Another translation says he gives us the power to make wealth. Another translation says he gives us the power or ability to uh, the ability to produce wealth. So really, The truth is, there's really two big ways, and I'll talk about this uh, in more detail <laughs> probably in another podcast, but here on this one, basically, there's two ways you either create or you acquire. The best way to think about that is if, if, you, if you think about guys like Elon Musk, he, mm-hmm. he of course, he has several companies as we're talking about this, but if you think about Tesla, which is the one most people think he created that company literally from scratch, right? And right. he started that company. And today, of course, it's worth, uh, you know, it's worth billions and billions of dollars right. today. And he created it. And then if you think about somebody like Donald Trump, what he did was he acquired a lot of his wealth and that he bought real estate. And he, for example, he did an office building in New York City, I remember. And when he bought that, and I'm going back many years ago, back beyond what 
what people in the modern day think about that he's done. If you go back many years ago, you'll see where he was buying rundown office buildings and he'd buy them for about 10 cents on the dollar. He would invest about 50 cents on the dollar. So now he's got 60 cents in it. And then he would get it all leased up. He would get that building all leased up and he would turn it and flip it. And he would, he would make sometimes a dollar and a dollar 25 right? A total on that. So he basically doubled his money on what he was doing. And so he, what he did was he created, he acquired it and then he did something with it. And then he, meaning by creating it, making it better, and then he flipped it out. But he really, he, he acquired his wealth, generally speaking, whereas you see Musk, he, he basically uh, created it. And so the point is you either acquire wealth or you create it. And so when you think about that, when we talk about uh, the way the Lord showed me the triple X factor, it was allowing me to see that wealth building from a 30,000 foot view. It's like, you know, if you, if you have 10 people that see an accident and you ask them to tell what happened, they all kind of have a different version. Right. I like to say, if somebody's touching the elephant and they touch the trunk of the elephant, you ask them, what's an elephant like? They'll tell you it's like a hose. Somebody's holding the tail of the elephant. You ask them, what's an elephant like? They'll say it's like a rope. But really, it's all of that. And so what happened was the Lord showed me this uh, quite a few years ago now, going back. And, and I've been using it personally ever since. And then, of course, in the last 20 years, 25 years, we've used it to help people understand how to go from zero to hero. In other words, what is the path I need to get on to be able to build the journey that I have? And I want to say this, most people are never taught in America how to build well. Neither, In fact, I, I said in America, the truth is they're not in Western nations. In Western developed nations, we don't really teach people how to build wealth. And so today, when we when we talk about these things, we kind of want to talk about it from the beginning uh, to the end. So when we talk about the triple X factor, that the word the term triple means there's actually three X's that you could actually see on a chart. Now that's it's very hard to communicate this chart verbally, but I basically the way I did it when I was a young man. What I did was I took a I took a white poster board that was, if I remember right, it was three feet wide. It could could have been as much as 40 inches wide. And it was about two feet, a little better tall, maybe 30 inches tall. And I remember I drew a line on the bottom that mm -hmm. said I wanted to be able to reach wealth. And I did it from zero to five years. And then I marked every month of each year. So the first year I marked 12 months, 12th month was on the line that the first year was on. And then I did the next 12 and the next 12. Mm -hmm. So I marked 12 months. And then on the left line, the, what, what, what we would call the vertical line, uh, the bottom one was a horizontal line going across the paper. And I did this with a regular number two pencil, you know, graphite pencil. Mm -hmm. And I took a old three foot yard stick that I had. And I used that for my my ruler to draw that that long line there, and then I then I drew a vertical line the same way, and I used my number two regular pencil and I drew the vertical line. But over there, what I did was I didn't have as many lines over there. I had zero down on the corner, so that zeros where I started on my months, but also zero 
was the uh, of where I said from zero to two thousand dollars. I marked that, and then I, I did it proportionately. And then I did two thousand to four thousand. Then I did four thousand to six thousand. Now this was quite a few years ago. So I mean, if you if you were, you know, th these all represented either your monthly income and your monthly outgo. So whatever your monthly income was on January of that first year, I started. I marked what my monthly income was. And then I also did a second dot up there on the same month of what my monthly outgo was. And most people don't realize it, but in Western nations, you can actually spend more than you make every month. It's called consumer credit. You can actually take your credit cards, right? And, yes. people, and you know, people today, they're facing that. The, the whole the whole credit card thing is a big deal. Uh, where people get behind. Matter of fact, I had somebody stop me last night coming out of the building I was in and they knew who I was. And so they stopped me and they said, hey, can I ask you a financial question? When the person asking me this was, had gray hair. Okay. And okay. They, and they, they told me how far in debt they were and how much debt they had. I was reasonably astonished. And I, so I just asked an honest question, you know, how did you get in that kind of debt? I just wanted to know. Yeah. And he looked at me, said, with credit cards, that's what he. And so the the truth is, and this was an older person. Most time we hear about it with a younger. Yes. 30 or under has charged up, you know, a bunch of, you know, somebody graduates from college. A lot of the credit card companies just issue them a credit card and they. Right. Shows up in the mail. Oh, no, it shows up in the mail. You get like five <laughs> yes. offers. Some of them don't know, but they take all five offers. You know. So. Oh, my gosh. So the truth was, I wanted to know, and I had some really good mentors in my life at that time that uh, who, who were business people that were successful financially at the time I was doing this. And honestly, uh, just watching what they had and what they did, I hadn't at this point when I was doing this on the poster, I hadn't learned a lot from them at that time. But later, meaning from that time I began to put that poster on the wall, I actually uh, began the, began to meet with a couple of those guys, and they really had a major impact on my life. And I began to chart my life, and I had those five years on the bottom, right? And I began to mark where I was, and sure enough, I was spending more money than I was bringing in because of my credit cards. And, and there so, it was. It was on the chart, so you couldn't deny it. Couldn't deny it. I can look at it when you understand it. By the way. Karen, you know, those listening can go to wealthbuilders.org. And if they go to wealthbuilders.org on the website, they can get a free, they can do a free uh, triple X chart. chart. And it, Absolutely. It, yeah, wealthbuilders.org. And then if you go in the search button and just try uh, type in triple X chart, it will come up and you can get a download of that. And that will really help you to like put into context what Billy's talking about here. No, yeah, it really will. And so what happens is most people, now not everyone listening is actually spending more than they're bringing in. And so because of that, they're already to what we would call the center of that first X where the two lines meet because they're not actually spending more money than they're bringing in. So when we talk about building the first X, the whole idea is that we're bringing our debt down, right? We're bringing our expenses down, which includes our debt and how much we're spending on credit cards. And of course, I have a whole, there's a whole teaching 
in Money Mastery and also God's Road to Financial Freedom, which is the nine steps to getting out of debt. And you can go to wealthbuilders.org, not only get the books, but you can also look on our blogs that we have there. And we yeah. have some blogs on there that actually deal with the nine steps as well, just so people know that it's free if they want to go to wealthbuilders.org. Yeah, that's that's so good. We have so much free content out there that you and Miss Becky have provided. And it's very, very helpful. Billy, I think a lot of people listening are thinking, I have a chance here because if Billy started out where he was spending more than what he was bringing in and uh, you were able to use this process that God revealed to you, not only get out of debt, but then start moving into building wealth. My goodness, um, anybody can do it. And I think even going back to Deuteronomy 8, where you're sharing the scriptures, I think that's very encouraging too. Um, maybe you could just comment a little bit. You know, some people have been brought up where they think that building wealth is for other people. It's not for them. So maybe you could just share a little bit of insight that helps encourage us that, you know what, this is this is God's plan for everybody. No, you know, it actually it is. And I think uh, because because we started talking about the triple X, the whole idea behind the first X is that you you learn to get out of debt and then you learn with those dots that we put on the triple X. You do literally would do that today. You can do it digitally. Back in those days, I did it on a on a poster board with, with actually with colored pencils and. And I would draw the dots and I'd draw my in, my monthly income. I'd draw with a black dot in my in my my debt in my monthly expenses. I would actually draw out with a with a red, one of those red sharp pencils that you could buy, still can, that we use sometimes in elementary school and junior high to 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 color things. And so I did it that way. And so my red dots started coming down because, and I give a, you know, the whole nine steps of how to get out of debt, but my red my red dots and my expenses. So I began to reduce my debt, which then made my expenses come down. And finally, my expenses got down to the point of where my income was. And I and that's when you reach the center of the first X, where you now have as much income coming in as you do going out. But most people, do you realize that 80 to 85% of all people in Western nations around the world continue to stay on what we call, what I call the left side of the first X. In other words, they stay stuck where they're just barely bringing in enough money based in their spending everything that they're bringing in. And so because of that, they just stay paralyzed financially about where they are. But the whole idea about, actually, I talk about, Karen, the four steps to the first X yeah. is one of the things that you have to realize is you not only have to get your expenses in line and 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 get out of consumer debt, but you also have to understand that in addition to that, and by the way, getting out of debt, we teach you how to get out of debt in the nine steps, including your cars and your house payment. And you typically can do that in five to seven years. So but most people, when they hear that, can't believe that they can pay everything off plus their mortgage on their house in wow. five to seven years. But if you follow the plan that's in the Money Mastery book, or God's road to financial freedom, you can do that. So most people get stuck typically in Western nations on the left side of the first X 
where they never have more income coming in every month than they do outgo. They kind of get stuck right there. But if you'll get to the middle where you're actually kind of breaking even, then you can start. And I, I like to say this, people say, well, Billy, how, how do I increase? How do I get better? One of the first things people have to realize is when you go to the marketplace, you as an individual or a person, you have to bring value to the marketplace. Most people think what happens is that they bring time to the marketplace. No, right. you don't just bring time to the marketplace. You get paid for the value that you put into that time. Whether that is a business you own or a place you work, you the compensation you receive, receive depends on the value that you bring to the marketplace. So a lot of people will, you know, on their black dots, like when I was first doing my black dots on the chart, my income, because I got the same salary every month. So my income was the same. But then I be, those mentors began to have an impact on me and they taught me that you get paid for value. And as I was listening to them, you know, I'd ask the question, well, you know, then what do I do? And they said, you have to learn how to become more valuable. And I was like, well, how do you do that? And so uh, I began to work on that. And I realized there was three actions that, you know, you know, people come up to me and they'll say, Billy, I got a thousand dollars to invest. What should I invest in? I say, invest in yourself. I got $5,000 to invest. What should I invest in? You should invest in yourself. In other words, the idea is when you become more valuable, money will begin to be attracted to your life. And as born-again Christians who believe the Bible, anytime it's not, watch this now, money is attracted, not pursued. The minute you start pursuing money, then there's a spirit of mammon that comes on you and the, there's the wrong motive, the wrong attitude, the wrong heart. But the minute you start working on yourself, not only, uh, first of all, in a scriptural godly way, but not only in just getting out of debt, but also how do I increase my value? Then what happens is money will begin to be attracted to your life. And I hear people say, well, Billy, is it really that simple? Well, I like to talk about, I talk about three steps to investing in yourself to become more valuable. And the first one is you have to learn. These all start with L. That means you've got to read, follow. Matter of fact, you can listen because, and we'll talk about listening in a second, but right now we're doing this podcast. But what I like to talk about is learning. You have to be a, a learner, you know, and, you know, I'm, I hear the statement uh, that most leaders are readers, right? So a real leader mm -hmm. becomes a, a reader. The truth is, is that you have to ha get information and, it, and in many cases, when you're building wealth and begin your journey, it's not just information that changes your life, but it's the revelation that you get from that information that ends up changing your life. And so there's that learning curve that you go on that causes you to be a magnet. Then the second thing you learn to do is not just learn, but you learn to listen. And this is where I believe if you find a coach or a mentor you know, or someone you can listen to that can understand where you are. And then at the same time, listen to the things they're saying. And I remember, Karen, when I started this journey, some yeah. of the things I heard the two mentors say to me when, when I was first getting started, I'm telling you, I just honestly thought they didn't know what they were talking about because <laughs> I had never heard stuff like that. It's almost I like, knew. you know what I'm, it's so new. And yes. so 
I, it's just the grace of God. I started really listening to them. And in that process, I began to learn. And the thing that I learned is that whenever I was listening, I began to start taking notes. And then I'd go back and I would, in, in my journal, I had a journal even then as a young person, and I'd take my notes down and then I'd go back and meditate in them. I'd go look up scriptures. I would just do different things. And boy, I began to get my mind renewed to, uh -huh. to the place, you know, Romans chapter 12, right? Verse two, uh -huh. right? Don't be conformed to this world. You know, one translation says, don't let the world squeeze you into its mold. In That's other words, right. the world... You know, the world will squeeze you into its way of thinking. Yes. And so you have to break out of that. And and one way to do that is learning to listen to the right people. You know, I make this statement. I think I heard Jim Rohn say it many, many years ago. He said, most poor people ought to take a rich person out to dinner. <laughs> yes. Which make, seems opposite, right? Oh, it's a totally opposite. Take <laughs> dinner and buy them a six course meal and keep them talking right keep them talking yes. at the same time i mean that's i think we did that to you one night yeah you did actually <laughs> we need to tell that story you <laughs> do it kind of tricked you in a way i didn't mean to trick you but it just kind of happened that way so 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 karen and her husband dave took me out to a nice dinner in florida and um and we're talking about this, this, uh, this learning, learning and listening. Mm -hmm. And so here before they had taken me out to dinner, I was telling Karen, there's a certain way you do things in real estate, especially with, if you're in business and you need to get a loan, there's a certain, certain way you have to do things that, yes. and one of those is the way you save taxes is not all the way, is not the best way you can take an approach to be able to qualify with your income. Lesson so, learned. Yeah, you learned that. And so we, we, we go back to their house after this beautiful steak dinner, seafood dinner. And they they paid for it. God bless them. They had, and then I didn't realize they were setting me up. But back to the house, and they wanted to ask me, ask me, well, Billy, what do we do about this? And so they asked me if I would be buy be willing to buy the house okay. for them, and or loan them the money to buy the house. And I said, absolutely not. You didn't listen to a thing I told you the year a year ago. <laughs> and she looked at me like a deer in the headlights. I'm <laughs> like, you're right. Yeah, and so exactly. And so I explained to her what it was again. And I said, if you'll take this, this different approach, you go back in, then you'll be able to get what you're looking for. And sure enough, they did, and they mm -hmm. were able to get it. And so the point of that is you have to learn to listen, right? And yes. A lot of times, as, as they say, the old cliche, right, that <laughs> When the student's <laughs> ready, the teacher shows up. And so right. I, I think that happened. And then the third thing, that's a funny story. It the, is a funny story. <laughs> the first one is learning. The second one is listening. And really, the third one is looking. In other words, three actions. We're talking about three actions to invest in yourself. And, and those three are really important because when you're looking, what you're looking for really is somebody's recipe. And I remember... Uh, my wife, Becky, Miss Becky, her mother, we call her grandma, excuse me, her grandmother, I'm sorry, her grandmother, we call her Grandma Dixie. And at the time, I think Grandma Dixie, that I, this story happens, was in her early 80s. And she made a, a uh, I guess you would call it a light dessert, is what it would be. And she made it every Christmas for breakfast, this light dessert. 
for people to have, and it was called tea cakes. And so it actually is more of an English version of a Christmas treat. And what it was is I love tea cakes because you can eat them with coffee or you eat them with tea, hot tea. And so, but they, they, they weren't too sweet. They, they, they had this unusual, really good flavor. And so I remember Becky went in to look to watch her make the tea cakes. And she, she always called everybody darling. So she'd say, darling, you just take a pinch of this and a, little bit of this in your palm and you put it in. So what Becky did, she went in to watch it. And she, every time grandma would reach, she said, okay, reach in, I'm going to measure it. So she would measure everything that grandma Dixie did to put in, to make the tea cakes and uh, in measuring it. And of course, knowing the ingredients she learned because she discovered the recipe that she was using. And so what happens is when we're looking, it's important that we learn to discover the recipe that people are using to be able to make themselves more valuable that they use when they bring uh, value to the marketplace. So all of those things are, are important in our life when we talk about learning to become more valuable. Now, that's that's the first step. I have four steps. And so but I, I think on this first step, Karen, I just think it's really important that people learn this. Proverbs 27 and verse 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And that's what we're talking about here when we're talking about the looking part of this, that you learn to that iron sharpens iron and people can help you if you discover the recipes for what they're doing. Discover the recipe for how they think discover the recipe for why they think like they do. So as we renew our minds to the to the Word of God, it allows us in our life to actually become more valuable. So I think for this podcast, that's probably a good one. We, we can follow up in another one on some of the other steps, yeah. but just learn to become more valuable. I'll leave, leave it with this statement on this, to have an above average income, you have to learn to become an above average person. So really building wealth starts with you. It really wow. starts with you and how you work on yourself. That is so good. So just to kind of recap the three L's, it's learn, listen, and look. Keep looking. That's correct. Wow, Billy, that's so good. And that really brings a lot of context to, you know, how do I invest in myself? And we do get that question a lot. People want to know where to start. And you have really unpacked that amazingly well. So um, I just want to thank you, Billy, for being on this and sharing this with us. And we're going to do a follow up to get to those other three steps. But I also wanted to let everybody know Billy's got a brand new product. We call it his legacy product that is launching uh, this month, actually, it's called the Triple X Factor, and it includes all the laws of wealth. It's 14 video sessions. But something that we're doing is we're going to do a boot camp, a five-day wealth builders boot camp for you online. It's completely free. And so if you want to dive in deeper into the subject and really get on that path of building wealth, uh, I encourage you to register. Again, it's completely free. You can go to wealthbuilders.org 
forward slash bootcamp. And we're going to have five days of sessions where we're going to teach on this. We're going to give you a little bit of homework. And by the end of that week, you are definitely going to have a great understanding of what Billy has been sharing with us here. So Billy, thank you so much. It's just such a joy and a privilege to have you on the podcast. I know everybody's so excited to hear from you. Well, thank you, Karen. I'm I'm excited about Wealth Builders, and I'm excited about all you're doing to give leadership to Wealth Builders. And uh, I, I just want to encourage those that are listening today to make it a priority to become more valuable and make it a priority to learn to invest in yourself, and your life will be changed for the better. Awesome. Thank you, Billy. And thanks all of you, part of our Wealth Builders family for listening to this podcast every week. God bless you and make it a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Builders Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review the show. You want to learn more about who we are? Visit our website at wealthbuilders.org and check us out on Facebook. We'll see you next time.